0: Hip hip, hipley! Hey hey, and welcome to Let's Hipley this—the podcast all about the Hipley language of love. I am your host, Claudia Williams, a life coach and the creator of Hipley. I am also known as Mama Hipley. I dream of a world with more kindness, peace, and love where we are just as practiced in loving language as we are in being reactive, blamey, and judgmental. Join me in making a difference, one hiply moment at a time. Hello, everyone. I am here today with Jen Legaspi. She's a certified coach, yoga teacher, and an author of the book, Brave, wise woman, and she's joining me from San Francisco. I'm in Colorado. Welcome to the show, Jen. Hi, so nice to be here. Yes, and I am so excited to talk about Hipley with you as a yes, and also see how it ties in with your brave, wise woman. Uh, i excited to read your book. I, I just today downloaded it onto my Kindle. I've only read a few pages, but I'm looking forward to diving more into it.
1: Great. Thank you. Um,
0: let's see. Where shall we start? I am um, curious about the brave, wise woman. I know you talk about um, finding your brave, wise woman inside mm-hmm. you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's more about
1: that. Yeah. Um the book itself is my personal journey that I shared um healing after divorce. And um it's more of a book that uh I dive into the lessons that I learned about healing and take the reader on my journey from being asleep to my, of my unconscious patterns um, and the ways that I was really giving away my power in relationships to going through the healing journey that, that comes from being curious about who I am and using curiosity and inquiry to start to get underneath of, you know, underneath that, like what's, who am I really? And do I really love who I am? And so it's not just the healing process from divorce, but also coming into my power from having done some inner work that I intuitively guided myself on because this all was, uh, this happened several years ago. So Brave Wise Woman is what I consider to be an expression of your true or authentic self. It's a part of us that lives in our truth and it doesn't live in our stories doesn't live in our wounds our conditioning mm. and then once we find that place of truth inside of us we have no choice but to honor it and so we are tasked with and challenged with being brave to speak our truth not only speak our truth but honor our choices learn from our choices and um really um Practice bravery every day.
0: Yes, beautiful. First of all, I would like to celebrate you for writing such a- Thank you. (laughs) Book. And um, I already see a lot of parallels to the Hipley language of love. I will get into that in a minute, but I love the idea of coming into your power and the feeling. And do I love who I am? I know that is a big question, especially when we have these negative voices going on. Yeah. which we all do.
1: Yeah. Expect.
0: <laughs> yeah. That so far has it? Yeah. So taking responsibility for your own healing, your own happiness, your um the positive changes you want to make in yourself, I think that is the key. Yeah. And circle around to Hipply. Um I talk about self HIPPLY, which means using HIPPLY, the HIPPLY language on yourself. And it's related to what we learn. We as life coaches learn it in IFS, internal family systems. Yeah. where There's the internal self, which I think is related to the brave, wise woman, the inside um, self. And I call it the inner peace self. It's that part of you that is not judgmental or shaming or blaming and just inner peace connected to the divine.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And just to be transparent, we had a small little internet blip there. So if you ask me a question, I would love to request that you repeat that, please. Oh yeah. no.
0: Yeah. Actually, I haven't asked a question. Yet. Okay. Okay. Amazing. Amazing. And saying. But yeah, <laughs> I'm curious. Um, Let's see about the parts of us that get triggered. Like when we're feeling tarry, which means we're suffering
1: Yeah.
0: and we're suffering from a situation like a bad breakup, right? And you've got the thought loop and the judgments around the situation yeah. running and running and running in your head. Yeah. And in parts work, we learn that those are parts that are triggered. Mm. Self does not get triggered, is not judgmental. Yeah, yeah. So, what is what is your best way to get from the thought loops and judgmentals and find the inner peace, self, wise mm. woman, if you will? Yeah.
1: Well, one of the biggest um, biggest components of my healing journey has really been working around or working with my inner child. And really beginning to integrate that part into my whole. And so I know from my experience and my healing journey that when I am met with what I perceive to be criticism um, or negative um, energy from other people or even within myself, I know that there's inside of me that wounded part that feels abandoned or feels rejected or doesn't feel seen, heard or understood. And so my work has always been to kind of come back home to her and to tell her and share the words um with her that she's always wanted to hear or that she really needs, you know, that she's being seen, she's being validated, she's being understood and she's loved for who she is. So in that regard there's this sort of um you know, when we start to learn how to reparent our inner child, we do pull out, pull in and draw on that inner mother. And that inner mother is very much like the IP self, you know, that part that's just, um, caring, passionate, um, really kind, you know, and most often these are the things that we really need to hear and we have not heard in our life. And it can be, a, it can be a road if you will, to kind of get there. But it's so so powerful when we learn how to speak kind to ourselves. Yes.
0: Yes. And it is such a simple concept and it's
1: so hard to do. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Very hard. Yeah. It's a journey, just like anything else. It's a practice. Yeah. You know? It's definitely a practice. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm I'm curious you you um looked into the Hipply language of love things. Do you have any
1: questions for me about it? Mm. Yeah, I'm I'm really curious about how we I you know because this shows up sometimes when I'm working with clients, but how do we work with the the parts of communication that aren't specifically words but our tones and and feelings and um energy energy we... yeah yeah because our words can say one thing but our tone can have a different meaning behind it yeah and so yeah. i'm curious about the hiplie tone and how we learn to discern yeah um, When we're actually, you know, um, just using the words versus embodying the essence of the words.
0: Yeah, and that is such a tough one. And what I have come to find is when you have those underlying tones or those things that don't reflect the words that you're using, it's usually a part of us that is either blended with the IP self or talking without the IP self triggered. So it's sometimes just like one of my parts is talking to one of your parts, like triggered inner child kind of thing. So yeah. I will I will say that if you if you notice that there is sort of bad energy or inner loop keeps going downhill or you're not feeling hurt. You're starting to get defensive.
1: Yeah. That, yeah
0: we're triggered triggered, and then it's so hard to come out of it and sometimes the thing to do is just take a break says hold on we're doing the thing yeah my ip self you find your ip self and that's why i'm wanting to have some words to describe what this what's going on
1: yeah yeah
0: that are um, a little easier to understand like, if yeah. you're speaking from your IP self, then your energy, your tone, and your words will match Yeah, in a loving way.
1: Yeah. You know, it's interesting sometimes is um, in some conversations um, in, in client work sometimes that I, I've noticed that it can be um, challenging for people to connect in with their IP self. And probably just for that reason, you mentioned that there's another part that's blended with it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes.
0: And absolutely. I want to presence and normalize. It is so hard and so challenging and we all do it. And no matter how enlightened we become and how much we practice, it keeps sneaking in because we're all so socialized in this blamey, shamey, judgmental language, defensiveness, right? It's like. Good, bad, right, wrong. Like it, it, no matter what we're doing, we're looking for to discern what's right, what's wrong, what works, what doesn't work, what do I like, what do I not like. And yeah. all of that is awesome. 90% of the time when we're going through our life trying to figure out things, all good until we get into a conversation where we get triggered. And then the good, bad just doesn't work.
1: Yeah. yeah and i like that distinction around what doesn't work because really um one thing i try to work with clients around too is is it's not so much if it's right or wrong but is it useful mm-hmm. right is this really so just another another uh language yeah. language way that we can be soft with ourselves
0: with ourselves and with others cuz the, the, yep. the way you do one thing is the way you do everything <laughs> totally Others. If somebody is judging you, they're judging themselves,
1: right?
0: And we do it, right? I mean, I'm not preaching. I mean, (laughs) I get into tari situations about ten times
1: a day, especially in relationship, right? That's what brings it. Yeah, yeah. Relationships are such mirrors. They're always showing us either where we've made progress or where we have more work to do. Mm
0: -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah we get to support each other right yeah up came up with this um concept of deep listening i mean it's nothing new i'm just reusing concepts Mm -hmm. of putting them into um my lens but it's yeah you're listening to someone else with the only intention of reducing their tar which takes out defensiveness and responding and so on because you're just listening Asking probing questions like we do as life coaches with our clients, right?
1: Right, exactly. Exactly.
0: Listening and then connecting dots or asking yeah. questions.
1: Seeing you know it's interesting. I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, no, okay. No. What's coming to mind is um this sort of parallel, if you will, conceptually with nonviolent communication. Yes. It, yeah. And um and, and again, as I sit here and I reflect back on some of my my client um, situations and just, you know, recognizing and, and presencing, if you will, that even having a framework for how to go about doing this doesn't make it necessarily a simple process, right? For the reasons you've even mentioned that, you know, we are in a blamey, shamey kind of culture, us or them. Very much separated, mm-hmm. and so the conditioning behind how we choose to communicate gets passed down to us through you know messages and um, caregivers in school and and all that. And um, it just occurs to me that you know that we can give people all the tools, and we can have hope for their um, their you know, just being able to integrate them into their life and just recognizing that it can just be so challenging, um, considering society and, and, and the way we are the state of the world today. Yes.
0: Yes. Well put. Yes. Yeah. My initial, initial thought with HIPLI, it was exactly nonviolent communication. I'm like, Oh, someone needs to make this easier. It's so confusing, even just figuring out how to speak in the nonviolent communication. And then I realized, hold on, first, we got to speak kindly to ourselves and then listen to each other. And then once everyone is regulated, nervous system down, we're connected, right? In our IP self, then you can use your communication, the nonviolent communication, and when you're in that space, you don't even need the nonviolent communication because you right. are keeping each other. Right. Yeah. That's- figure out that whole circle, but I'm like, hold on. It's not about, I feel this way when you do that. It's like, that's a great way to talk, but I think the connection and the yeah. inner peace self is even more important.
1: Yeah. And you bring up such an important point, which is um, the importance of regulation prior to effective communication or almost as a prerequisite, yeah, um, yeah. you know? Yeah, so true, so true.
0: So just Love normalizing that. that when we're not regulated, it's not a good time to get your needs met from, the- <laughs> right? So yeah. you're not gonna get what you want, so.
1: No, no. Say
0: something different. We know this doesn't work.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Being defensive doesn't work. And yeah. we're also socialized to try that first. I'm right because of this and this and this and that. No, I'm right because of this and this and this and that.
1: Yeah, yeah. So true. So true. Yeah. Very challenging, but again, it also, in my my opinion, it just reflects the state of the world that we're in today too. Sometimes it can be the hard. It can be the maybe not hard, but. You know, being the cycle breaker, if you will, in a world where everybody wants to blame and shame, you know, can be um it's it's the honorable path. And you know, it doesn't necessarily again, it doesn't make it easy, but I love having this beautiful language option to speak about a situation being very tarry. Mm. You know, it's It's so disarming to, you know, have this language. It doesn't already have the blame and the shame connotation attached to it. You know, it's very fresh, if you will.
0: Yes. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah. Maybe easy enough that more people can resonate with it and use it and normalize it. So if someone Mm -hmm. says like, hey, how are you doing today? I'm feeling tarry. It's like, oh, do you want me to listen to you for five minutes?
1: hmm yeah.
0: If that's what we can do instead of being, how are you, fine, how are you, fine.
1: Right, right, again, the conditioning. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. I love yeah. this journey, this vision you have of creating a more peaceful world. It's beautiful. Yeah,
0: and also just normalizing the feelings without judging them, good or bad. Like, what if you're not depressed? What if you're just feeling tired?
1: Right. Right, right. World would just be there'd be a lot more peace in the world. A lot more peace within, too.
0: Yes, I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) Journey. But I also feel like the world is ripe for it right now. It's like I feel Mm. popping up all over the place. So
1: yes. Yes, it is ripe. Right. Because it's like the more that we continue down this path the further we move away from each other mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we need more peacekeepers in the world, more people who can be bridges than people who, you know, want to sail away from each other. So to speak.
0: Yes. And just sort of build a foundation where we can all communicate without being defensive. I mean, even our politicians or even countries and countries. Yeah. yeah building peace and love (laughs) it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful.
0: Yeah. Well, Hey, as we finish up the podcast recording, I'm wondering if you have a tip for my listeners, something to try at home.
1: Mm. You know, one of the things I've been practicing lately for myself is especially when there's Thoughts coming in, um, a lot of you know negative thoughts or um, unwanted or unhelpful thoughts is this idea of like asking the question, and I got this from uh, Dr. Kristen Neff. Um, uh, I think she was on a podcast or something like that. Yeah, like, that. I wonder what my next thought's going to be,
0: mm-hmm. I want- and then. <laughs> I
1: wonder what my next thought's going to be, and it does sort of stop, stop it in the tracks. (laughs) It's simple, but it works. It works for me at least.
0: Beautiful, yeah. It's just a little pattern interrupt, right? Yeah. Just being like, oh, I can't believe I'm thinking the thought again. La 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 la. You're like, yeah. The next one is. Yeah. Done with this thought. Yep. i
1: love that creates a little pause and it's very compassionate too you know yeah yeah compassionate
0: curiosity yeah 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 again so simple yet so hard (laughs) yeah
1: we're all on a journey well, thank
0: you so very much for talking with me today. And um, yeah. please uh, tell my listeners, our listeners, where where they can find you on social website and also where they can find your book.
1: Yeah, uh, my book's on Amazon. And um, on Instagram, you can find me at Jenlegaspi.coach. That's L-E-G-A-S and Sam, P is in Peter, I. And my website is jenlegaspi.com.
0: Awesome. And I will put those links in the show notes
1: as amazing. well. Thank you so much for having me as a guest. And thank you. I look so forward good. to seeing how you this all takes off. It'll be amazing.
0: Yeah, me too. So curious what all will happen still. <laughs> I know.
1: <laughs> That's the best part being open to possibility.
0: Becoming fluent in a new language takes time, grace, and lots of practice. I invite you to join me every week as I practice with callers and interview experts. If you like what we're doing here, please consider hitting subscribe, rating, reviewing, and sharing this with your friends to help grow the podcast. I appreciate your support. And finally, if you find yourself in a tarry situation and want to practice hiply with me on the podcast, please apply via email at hipleylol at gmail.com, hipleylol at gmail.com. Until next time. Hip hip, Hippley. hipley.